Welcome to E20's fanfiction. It's a tale we tell of secrets and scandals. You've been voting in our polls for what you'd like to see. And we have been writing. There's a lot of drama. There's things we've been hiding. But no Dark Martin. Welcome to E20. It's a bit different this week. It's fan fiction. Yay! Woo! So it's our collaborative fan fiction and it's chapter three this week. You might have seen at the weekend we put up chapter two and chapter one. So you could go and relive them ready for this. I think I needed them just to kind of recap for me, you know, just so that I could catch myself up and be like, oh, yeah, that's what Emma and Connor were up to. <laughs> next week we'll be back with your roundup but let's get on with the show i'm emma and i'm connor and this is what you picked for chapter three so we're going to ibiza i can't believe it i'm so excited that's right you chose a holiday destination to be ibiza and you chose the mitchells to go with (sighs) us Oh, what an excellent choice. I mean, that's going to be some drama, isn't it? Well, there's lots of drama. Because there's lots of drama. You've decided Connor's in a boat crash. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to take that too personally. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You do get your holiday kiss with... Jay. You've picked oh! Jay for Connor to have his holiday kiss with. Oh, yes. It's literally my dream come true. And lastly, you've picked Lisa Fowler to be our guest character. Oh, queen! Queen of of Portugal! (laughs) 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 Well, should we crack on? I think we should, Emma. Welcome to chapter three. We're going to Ibiza. (laughs) I love the title. I love it. It had to be the title, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, we couldn't miss an opportunity to mention the Venga Boys. We couldn't. Legends. So I'm going to read the first 13 pages or so, and then Emma's going to read the rest, because it's a long one. It's a long one this week. Isn't it always? <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of just doing a whole episode for the fan fictions now, because now we're like... Well, we don't even need I have to explain how long it is, really. <laughs> now you just get to enjoy it in full. Exactly. Let's get on with the reading. Day broke, and the events of the night prior were still hanging over the Vic like a dark cloud. It had been only a night since the crisis with the bins and the terror of the power cut. <gasps> Awful times. Terrible times, Emma. Terrible times. Emma was still reeling from the discovery Oh, sorry. Totally just didn't read the lines there. (laughs) If this was a reading, I would be fired, wouldn't I? Emma was still reeling from discovering Martin's spare phone, her head spinning all manner of theories together like an armchair detective. However, her brother was not as convinced as she was that Martin, Martin Fowler, the green grocer of the square, good old reliable Martin, was the one sending those threats and using that dodgy voice modulator to call them in ominous deep voices. The lights came on as Tracy took her place at the counter and Callum in the kitchen, ready for his first day's work in the pub. 
Derek's jovial song still haunted the Vic. And just <laughs> thinking about the music, the music man playing his piano sent Simmons down the dark end. <laughs> I mean, it would, wouldn't it? Just remembering Derek sitting there on his little piano, that's enough to make me wake up in a hot sweat. Oh, there was something else haunting Emma and Connor, though, and that something was knocking on their door once more. Oh, sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Got a lovely 20 soundboard. <laughs> Courtesy of me doing this. <laughs> Through the letterbox it came, yet another ominous letter, inscribed with their names and new addresses, written in a flowery old person style cursive. Upon opening it, Emma's face turned pale. As pale as it was when she had discovered the terror of fortnightly bin collections. That is some terror. That is terror personified. (laughs) (laughs) Connor looked over her shoulder, curious as what could have struck his sister silent. (laughs) Good edit, good edit. Yeah, does he like the the on-air edit there? (laughs) (laughs) And there, on the paper, was cut out letters taken from Hello and Heat magazines, glued together upon the paper to spell out, I know what you did. Pay up or else everyone else will know too. Wonder what we did. Who was doing this? Emma was certain it was Martin, but her brother's doubts reminded her this kind of operation was way above Martin's intelligence. Or sorry, should I say Dark Martin's intelligence? Someone else had to be behind this. But who? Who could hate them that much? And how? How could they have known what her and her brother did those many months ago? Ooh. We're getting into it now, Emma. We're getting into it now. (laughs) A buzz from Connor's phone caused the boy to nearly jump out of his skin. The pair looked at the screen as he opened the text and saw only a cherry emoji from an unknown sender. What? Could all of this mean? Who's sending me cherries? I don't know a cherry, he asked. Maybe it's one of your many admirers, she suggested. I've changed my ways of late. Got my heart set on only one guy. But he's not an admirer yet, he chuckled. You sure you don't know a cherry? Reply, new phone, who this? (laughs) That always works. Emma replied. (laughs) Nah, it's probably one of those virus texts. You know, like the one that Nan got from who she thought was Fat Elvis. Connor mused. She was so devastated it wasn't a nude. A virus sounds more preferable to me. Emma wretched. (laughs) 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 The tinkling of glasses caused the pair to look back from the bottom of the stairs, spotting Tracy shuffling around the bar. They had almost forgotten she was there. Connor thought... Tracy rude. looked like, I know, how rude of her, just sneaking round, didn't she? And also how rude of us, not remembering we have a barmaid. <laughs> Get out of here, barmaid. Who are you? Who are you? It reminds me of those two of the X Factor. Oh, Sorry, yeah. but who are who, who you? Who are you? <laughs> Ablisa. Yeah, and she Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Back on with the show. (laughs) 
Connor thought Tracy looked a little shifty as she creeped around, wiping the surfaces down. Her eyes, ever so occasionally, would look up as if observing the two siblings with a curious yet subtle gaze. I think we need to get out away from here, sis. We need a holiday. We still have some cash put away, and so has a bar in Ibiza, Connor recommended. Maybe you're right. I'm getting paranoid sitting around here. We'll shut the pub for a week and head out to see our zoo. Emma enthused. Suddenly, Callum sprung up behind them, his face beaming, head topped with a chef's hat. We were thinking of getting away as well, Callum said in Emma's voice. We should all... (laughs) (laughs) We should all go together. Callum suggested, his smile shining with delight at the sound of a holiday. Well, actually, we were kind of thinking just the two... Emma began to counter. That's actually a great idea. We could go on a big group holiday, invite the Mitchells, Connor urged. Emma was perplexed. Her brother wasn't this stupid. He knew they couldn't trust anyone else. What are you doing? She whispered, pulling him aside. If we just do a moonlight flit abroad, it's going to look suspicious. We go on a group holiday with friends and their family. No one would think anything of it, the young man explained. Where were you thinking of going, Callum? Emma asked. Portugal. Apparently the Mitchells have a thing for Portugal. Callum smirked. (laughs) Oh, still me. Still you. Still going. Well, maybe it's time for a change of scenery. Why don't we all go to Ibiza? Our Zoe has a bar out there and we know someone who would let us have a villa for a week. I love that you're just totally ignoring that Callum suggested Portugal. <laughs> just like, it's Ibiza, no. I'm like, <laughs> nah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> That's literally what I've done there. <laughs> It's you again, by the oh, way. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. The chef agreed. I'll tell Ben. Phil's wanting to lay low for a bit, so he'll probably want to come too. Not sure what Jay and Lola are doing. They seem to be in a bit of a rocky patch ever since Peter came back to the square. Callum responded. Oh, I'm getting a break now too. <laughs> <laughs> Even more reason to. You should totally invite them, Connor declared. Emma rolled her eyes. Both at her brother's obvious lust and the idea of going with that girl with her tragic fashion. She had already heard some rumours from her P.T. <gasps> so, the plan was set. And over the course of the day, Emma and Connor begun to organise their group holiday. Through Groupon, using the spare cash they had. And a little cash donated by Phil, who had already been planning on getting away. Standard. He has to. He's always up to something shady, isn't he? I love this next bit because we actually read it earlier and realised we'd actually put ourselves in it and we oh, put we so instead funny. of they. Yeah, we wrote we. <laughs> <laughs> You'll understand in a minute, but basically we wrote we instead of they. And I've spotted it was like, shouldn't that be a they? And then I was like, oh my God, we've just wrote ourselves into the fan fiction. <laughs> What can I say? You know, those those good times with the Slaters on holiday. Those good times. Those good times. They made sure to pack their bags with plenty of sun cream because they burn easy. Uncle Harry once remarked, they looked like a pair of ghosts when they all went on holiday to Spain back in the 90s. The days felt drawn out and never-ending on the approach to their holiday, and the letters kept coming. Emma hid a few after she just managed to stop Tracy from opening one. Why was Tracy opening mail that's not addressed to her? I don't trust her, Emma. I'm not trusting her. That's a crime. (laughs) (laughs) 
and she was certain Callum had begun to suspect something was up too. Maybe hiring a police hopeful as a chef wasn't the best idea, but then her brother never really did his thinking with his head. Oh, as the original edit said, was the best idea. (laughs) Yeah, as the original edit said, was the best idea. (laughs) What a fantastic idea. (laughs) Finally, the day had arrived. It was dark, early morning, but everyone was in jovial spirits as they climbed into the back of a minibus. Or, as the original original edit said, (laughs) climbed on the back of the minibus, climbed the back of the minibus. As we just cling on to the doors, off we go. (laughs) (laughs) Connor wasn't looking where he was going, with three bags stacked upon each other, and inevitably there was a big, great crash, and he went tumbling down through the air, only to suddenly find himself caught just in time by a pair of big, strong hands. He looked up and saw those twinkling blue eyes, his fiery ginger hair and pale face and damn near fainted. My hero, Connor winked. Jay recoiled a little, his cheeks flushing red with embarrassment. Oh, what it says here, with embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Just a quick on air edit there, with embarrassment, as Lola sent a glare from her seat towards him. You're being Jay, aren't you? Yeah. How do you do Jay's voice? I don't, I wouldn't even know. Just manly Should I just go all Mick on it again? Like, where do they do voice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I think I just done my normal voice last time for Jay. It's between, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Go slightly low, but not too yeah. low. Okay, I'll go here. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the hell do you have in these bags? <laughs> You sound like an offender. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) What the hell do you have in these bags? That sounds too womanly. (laughs) Oh, I'll never be hired, will I? As a voiceover (laughs) actress. I don't think that's in in the cards for us, Emma. I don't think (laughs) What the hell do you have in these bags? That's not too bad. That's actually quite good. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks! The copperhead boy asked as he helped Connor back up and picked a bag from the ground. Factor 50, we burn easy and Emma's practically allergic to the sun. Connor laughed. Ha 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 I mean, hilarious. Hilarious, obviously. Should I do Ben? Yeah, I think you were Ben the last few times. Yeah. Sun cream? We're going to Ibiza for a week, not a year. Ben joked from the front, sounding nothing like Ben. I like how all of our voices in this one are the same. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I've also packed my hot pink trunks, if you want to see, he said. His reply, not for Ben, but for Jay. Emma nudged her brother to quiet his flirtations. We always pack plenty of outfits. I mean, you never know. Your clothes may all be eaten by moths or you could spill wine all over a nice dress. Or a bag might get lost. I think that's very sensible. It's a very it's sensible so true. opinion. Yeah, the woman explained. And Cocoa Pops, we always take cereal abroad because who doesn't love cereal for supper? Connor interjected. So true, so true. Who does? Just cereal in general. Yeah, exactly. Cereal's perfect. It's great. Greatest meal of the day. <laughs> I agree. Not many people agree, but I love it. 
it's the best. I is this controversial? Are we causing controversy? I think we are. I think we are. <laughs> the big the cereal, cereal debate. <laughs> yeah. Do you like your cereal in the morning? Please let us know. <laughs> e twenty podcast at outlook dot com. <laughs> Jay just laughed. His smile and his eyes hovering upon the quirky boy. Hey, don't knock it till you try it, Connor said as he shot a longing green-eyed look back Jay's way. He doesn't like cereal, Lola chimed in. <laughs> Sounding more like Maxie. Maybe you're thinking of someone else, Jay sniped back. There was clearly tension between the pair. The air was electric with it. Give me cornflakes any day, Rice Krispies, if I'm feeling adventurous. He said, turning to Connor with a smile that respectfully declined to reciprocate the boy's affections. Lola wasn't pleased, but Emma heard rumours that things weren't too good for the pair at the moment since Peter Beale returned to the square. Ooh. Ooh, I love how we're mixing time frames. I know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> we're in the past and the present. We're in an alternate dimension uh, the past and the present coexist time doesn't exist <laughs> it's like that episode of doctor who where all of time just ended and like all became one moment <laughs> it's like pterodactyls in the air it's like roman soldiers paraded around <laughs> that's next <laughs> that's next for me, yeah. chapter four <laughs> jordy whittaker just runs under the scene <laughs> everyone took their seat the bags were packed away and the journey to Watford Airport began. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, Bailey, Bailey Owens suggested Watford Airport to us. So Off we're going to take her up on that. We're going we're gonna to follow our advice. For a short time, the individual problems and feuds were forgotten as Phil's baritone voice led the group into a great <laughs> sing-along as they belted out, We're all going, going on, on a summer holiday. As with all last-minute bookings, the beginning of their holidays started with a mad scramble as they got their tickets and luggage on board. Security was a pain, as it always is, for everyone except Connor, who offered himself up to the handsome, muscular guard, only to then be padded down by a shaven-haired middle-aged woman called Frank. (laughs) (laughs) What a day. (laughs) In duty free, Emma was sampling some perfume and buying chocolate and a new book. Because you always need a new book to read abroad. Her brother, on the other hand, was buying a pack of Marvel top trunks, like the big kid he was, to go with the deck of Simpsons playing cards he was already taken on board. I've genuinely got Simpsons playing cards. They're my favourite playing cards. Do you remember when we used to play Chase the Ace? With Simpsons playing cards. Good times, good times. Good times. However, every now and then, he'd turn his head to see what the others were doing. Jay was with Lola, but his eyes looked lost, lonely even, as he stared at sparkly diamond rings. Hey, Daddy, isn't that our aeroplane? That was literally a perfect, Lexi. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take a bow. <laughs> Lexi said as she pointed to her board. Suddenly, the group realised the gate wasn't just open, it was on final call. Breathlessly, they raced through the airport, huffing and puffing like Barry Evans in a marathon. Just in the nick of time, they got there and boarded. On the aeroplane, they had discovered that there had been a bit of a mix-up with the seating arrangement. Emma was sat between Lola and Phil, 
with Lexi and Ben and Callum behind her. The gods must have been smiling favourably upon Connor, for like a dream come true, he was sat in the window seat and beside him was Jay. Lola's burning gaze rarely left Connor and Jay, who giggled and choked, seemingly having a whale of a time. But Emma was curious. She had heard a lot about Lola, but surely she couldn't be as bad as everyone was saying. So a little birdie told me in duty free that you and Jay are getting married. Congrats! It must be amazing to find that one person who you love unconditionally and want to spend your entire life with, that one person who knows all your secrets and you'll never betray. Emma enthusiastically announced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we're not getting married. I think your little birdie just got ahead of herself. We aren't settled enough and Lola started to explain. Jay seems like a really nice guy. He obviously loves you and Lexi. Emma cut her off. Yeah, but he doesn't like that Mummy and Peter are friends. <gasps> Lexi interjected, popping up behind the two of them. Lexi, you shouldn't be listening into adult conversations. Lola insisted. Oh, come on now, she can join in. So is your school on half term? Emma asked Lexi. No, Mum just lets me stay off when I want. <laughs> Lexi explained proudly. <laughs> oh. Emma paused. <laughs> Lexi, Lola shrieked. Okay, who's going to be Phil? She'll get a fine. <laughs> She'll get a fine. She'll get a fine. <laughs> She'll get a fine. <laughs> I don't know what's happening now. Sugar. Sugar. I don't know what's happening. Sugar, fine. <laughs> I am. I sound like someone off flipping. Peter Keys TV show. Do you remember? What's it called? Um, oh, Phoenix the... Nights. Phoenix Nights, yeah. Sugar, sugar fine. <laughs> this Phil and my Kathy need their own show. With guest appearances from Mick and Sonia. <laughs> She'll get a fine if she's not careful. I can't do it. I swear you go into a slightly different accent when you say happening. fine. She'll get, she'll get a fine if she's not careful. I don't know what's happening. Why am I speaking in a different accent? She'll get a fine if she's not careful. Phil chimed in. Just going with that. She'll get that. fine if she's not careful. She'll get fine. She'll get. Really on page like seven and I'm stuck. <laughs> She'll get fine if she's not careful. Phil chimed in. <laughs> Thanks for rescuing me there. Anna. <laughs> I've had practice with me happy voice. <laughs> Not great, but you know, I try. <laughs> Emma was just about to put her headphones in when Phil peered over her and looked at the screen in her hands. <laughs> Is that girls allowed? Phil asked. <laughs> Is that girls allowed? I swear, my Kathy and your Phil are like 84 years old. Yeah, don't tell me big tough guy Gangster Mitchell is a fan of Love Machine. Emma laughed. Ha ha ha. God, every time I know it's coming up. 
Don't tell us. Sorry, 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 Phil. Sorry. Don't tell Sharon, but that my guilty secret. I'm known for throwing a few shapes to that song. The balding older man chuckled. (laughs) 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 There's nothing to feel guilty about. It's not like you've murdered anyone. Emma joked. There was a short, awkward silence until Emma offered Phil one of her earphones. As they listened to Emma and Phil's favourite girl group, Connor and Jay were getting too close for Lola's liking. They had just stopped playing Chase the Ace after realising that Emma had stolen all the aces and was sat smirking at the pair, playing endlessly. The copper and dark-haired lads played Marvel Top Trumps and talked favourite movies, which was practically a date icebreaker for Connor. It is, actually. It literally is. Don't tell Lola this, but my favourite film of all time is Grease. Jay whispered. Don't tell Lola this. (laughs) (laughs) But my favourite film of all time is Grease. (laughs) Oh, I love that. No way. I would never have imagined. Why don't you want Lola knowing? Isn't she the Sandra Day to your Danny Zuko? The lad asked. Well, I thought she was, but lately I don't know. I really like Lola. For a long time, I felt like I loved her, but I'm not sure she feels the same. I mean, I was ready to have a kid, get married just a week ago, but now I'm not sure. Jay explained. Why don't you tell her how you're feeling? Connor suggested. Well, because the last time I kind of accused her of cheating with Peter Beale. Jay replied. Emma's personal trainer! Connor gasped. (gasps) That's the one. Jay said. Oh, Jay, you have nothing to worry about, man. Lola would be mad to cheat on you. You're funny, good-looking, have excellent taste in movies. What's not the love? The dark-haired lad gushed. Jay blushed for a moment and seemed genuinely touched. You know, if this was a movie, this would be where we kiss. Connor said, leaning in, before bursting into hysterics. <laughs> I saw you leaning into your camera. I was I like, what's he doing? Where is he? I'm, I'm very method, Emma. I'm, you are the G. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to be the J? I'll be the elephant if you be the J. Love when Rula, Rula does the elephant as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother. Classic. You aren't even funny. Jay smiled. Then why are you trying so hard not to laugh? Connor jest. Whilst her brother was busy laughing, Emma was busy trying to remove her earphone from Phil's ear as he had fallen asleep and was now loudly snoring. She turned away, trying to ignore his loud, <laughs> gargling snores. <laughs> little on air. <laughs> little on air. I was wondering, uh, I was like, gaggling? <laughs> his loud, gargling snores. When she noticed, Lola was on her phone, typing a text to someone called P.T. And the text had one too many kisses for it to just be a friend. So I hear you and my personal trainer had a thing. What? No, who said that? Lola freaked. In the past, I mean. Oh, right, yeah, we did. Uh... But, but that was long time ago. Uh, I'm, I'm with Jay now, Lola said, her voice trying its best to convince Emma of its sincerity. But she could see straight through the girl's words. 
A few drinks and a couple of in-flight chicken curries later, almost everyone had fallen asleep, apart from Emma, who was starving because she couldn't bear to eat aeroplane food. That's a true fact. (laughs) The bit about me having a PT, (laughs) as if. But this, this is true stuff. (laughs) Connor had begun to drift, his eyes shutting slowly as sleep took hold. Without intention and without him knowing, his head slipped onto Jay's shoulder and lingered there. God, it's like one of those old romance novels, isn't it? Without Jay waking him up or moving. His sister sneaked a peek from over her chair, wondering why she could no longer hear her brother's jovial laughter. She caught a glimpse of the ginger-haired young man, smiling a soft smile as he looked down at the dark-haired barman resting on him. For a moment, it seemed that Perhaps her brother wasn't barking up the wrong tree after all. (gasps) Finally, they landed, and out into the tropical, scorching sun they emerged. Emma could already feel the factor 50 she had smeared all over her earlier, sizzling away from her skin. The group paraded on through two arrivals. Phil was stopped a few times whilst the authorities checked his passport. Which we all know would happen. Yeah, exactly. We'll have to have a bit of truth in it. Yeah, has to, that would have It never happened. seems like that happens to him, but we all know that probably does and probably should. It has to. Yeah, it has to. But eventually, he too joined them in the bagging area. Suddenly, the machines came on. Lexi was eager to climb onto the moving rack, but thankfully, Callum managed to catch her just before she jumped onto it. They waited for what felt like eons, watching the black rubber luggage belt go round and round. A bag that belonged to no one, luminous green in colour, came round three or four times without anyone collecting it. Why does that always happen? (laughs) Why is there always one there just going round and you get there and you're like, how long has this been? (laughs) You just think that bag's been there like for decades, don't you? It's just been going round forever. Like how does there always have to be one left? How can someone leave without picking their luggage up? I don't get it. I'm so confused. These are the mysteries of the world. <laughs> then they came, tumbling onto the belt, bag after bag. That's mine! Emma said as she grabbed a suitcase, pulling it off, only to realise it didn't have the pink ribbon she had tied to it. Oh, actually, it's not. <laughs> that always happens to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've got my name on mine. I can always find mine. I do now. And also, I have a massive Marvel suitcase, so it's quite distinct <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> mine, everything on mine used to be pink. It was so pink, it was ridiculous. And <laughs> then I got a massive spotty one, but it was pink, black and white. And then this one, it, I mean, my name's all over it. You can't miss it. Someone actually said to us, you know what? That's a really good idea. I'm going to put my name on mine. I was like, thanks, love. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> ben graciously picked the bag up and put it back onto the belt for Emma. How long is it going to take, Phil Hoft? <laughs> like a typical English shorty. <laughs> you, know you sound like the guy from Big Brother. Day 68. Day 68. How long is it going to take? <laughs> <laughs> Jay rushed forward, picking up the first of Connor's bags, followed by the second and a third. I could get used to having a big strong man to do all the heavy lifting, Connor joked. Jay laughed nervously, ruffling a hand through the hair on the back of his head. Take my strong hand. Take my strong hand. Connor turned and realised 
The reason for his nervous laughter was Lola was shooting him a scowl. Emma just laughed at her brother. She was used to his relentless pursuit of things he cannot have. Don't worry, Lola, in a week. You'll have gotten bored and found another bloke to fancy. Emma assured her. It's now your brother I'm annoyed with, Lola replied. The minibus ride to the villa was awkward. There was no Cliff Richard songs or pleasantries. Everyone was sat in silence. Jay and Lola weren't even looking at each other. Emma was lost in fearful thought of the sun raging outside like a great inferno. West, Connor just stared off at the man he'll never have. His green eyes growing ever greener. Arriving at the villa, they were greeted by its owner. But as they stepped towards the white stone walls and opened the black iron rod gate, the Mitchells all gasped in collective shock. Lisa? What are you doing here? Phil gruffed. Who's going to be Lisa? <laughs> I'll take over Phil if you want to be Lisa. Yeah, why not? We'll, we'll do a little switcheroo. I'll yeah. be Lisa. Because I know how much you love Lisa and I just feel like I don't want to take that away from you. <laughs> I don't know how to have voice either, but we'll do this. We'll do this. What? Can't I travel to... I don't know why she sounds like Lexi. Um, what, Phil? Can't I travel... <laughs> God, do an accent. <laughs> what? Can't I travel too, Phil? I'm not always just in at Portugal, Lisa stated. Oh, you know each other. <laughs> it might have just says, oh, you know each other. <laughs> oh, I must have just <laughs> corrected it with no thinking. Emma asked. Know each other? She's a bunny boiler. I had a thing with before. She shot me and ran away with my daughter. Phil huffed. Sorry, I'm yeah. channeling my inner Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's all in the past now. I'm a respectable real estate mogul now. I sell and rent out villas, mostly in Portugal. But Mel had a, a bit of property out here too, Lisa explained. Yeah, she's the one who sold Zoe the bar. Emma added. Wow, small world. But if you wouldn't mind, could we get inside? I need to get changed and see the sights. Ben urged as he pushed by with an apologetic callum following close behind the excited young man. Lisa showed them into the villa and they each took their rooms. Emma and Connor's room had two double beds, a balcony overlooking the pool and an ensuite. We've clearly got the best room, Emma. Only right. Yeah. And an ensuite, which was a godsend because Emma didn't trust everyone else's basic hygiene and bathroom habits. It's true. I probably wouldn't. So, you know. True. I'm with you, Emma. There's no way. Mm, No way. You just don't know these people, you know. So You know Phil doesn't wash his hands. Exactly. You know Phil doesn't wash his hands. He believes he doesn't need to. (laughs) Yeah. Connor was pleased because Jay and Lola's room was just opposite, so close, and yet so far away. Phil was in the guest room downstairs, and Balan were down the corridor, close to the small child's room which Lexi had all to herself. Everyone began unpacking, eager to get changed out of their travel clothing and into something appropriate for Ibiza. However, horror flashed upon Connor's face. He had only just unzipped the bag to discover all but one of their sun creams had exploded. Major sun cream explosion? But what will I do? I will burn! Emma gasped. I'm just channeling my inner Ross Geller. Major shampoo explosion! (laughs) Calm down, calm down, it's all right. We can manage this, Connor reassured. This is a disaster! 
His sister screamed. Are you going to stand there and chit-chat and are you going to actually get changed? Phil huffed, assuming the role of dad for the holiday. He's so good. He's so good. <laughs> Quickly, the pair got changed. Emma choosing not to wear her swimwear and instead keep her delicate skin covered up with a light, airy dress and a shawl. Oh, it's me. It's your turn, Emma. Despite sharing her version to the sunlight, her brother was not covering up his body. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you. <laughs> Quickest way into a man's heart, strip down naked. <laughs> oh, well, after all, he had someone to impress. And he could hardly do that d- dressed. <laughs> oh, okay. In a veil and a straw hat like his sister. I love that. <laughs> Oh god, that's the best. Was not covering up his body. Good I need a speech. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's where we're going. We're heading to. <laughs> <laughs> Once everyone was ready, they eagerly made their way down to the beach, guided by Lisa. It's not Portugal, but it's not too bad. The curly-haired woman said, "I want to go swimming." Lexi exclaimed, <laughs> sprinting down as fast as she could. Oh god, still me. Oh, Lexi, wait. Callum called out protective of the young girl that he had come to see as his daughter. Ben followed after his boyfriend and it wasn't long until they were all rushing down to the beachfront. Lisa sat at the wooden tiki style bar whilst Emma and Lola chatted about the gossip on the square, finding out that apparently Denise heard something about Habiba and Jags. Ooh. Oh, Denise such a wow. gossip lover. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharacteristically, Connor wasn't interested in the gossip. Instead, his eyes were set upon Jay in his red swimming shorts, his pasty athletic body shimmering in the in the rays of the <laughs> Ibiza sun. As <laughs> I don't need gossip. I'm going to watch Jay. I'm going to watch. <laughs> As he, Ben and Callum played football, dribbling the ball. Also, Connor was definitely dribbling watching Jay. dribbling the ball as best they could trying their best to tackle or wrestle it away from each other like big kids with a sandy splash the ball landed just beside Connor's face a dry dusty wave hitting him as it did sorry about that Jay said as he collected the ball from Connor who had graciously picked it up you fancy a game Jay do I look like the kind of gay who's into football I'm much too fragile No, you go. Enjoy yourself. I'm just enjoying the show. Connor smirked. Jay smiled a toothy smile. It's never going to happen, you know, the coppery-haired young man replied. That's what they all say, but in the immortal words of Leanne Rhymes, you can't fight the moonlight. Connor said as he lay back, one arm behind his head, as the rays from the sky bathed him in their warm golden light. After a few hours, the scorching sun had truly begun to beat down upon Emma and Connor's barely protected pale skin, turning their ghostly appearance as red as tomatoes. Despite their best efforts to ration out the cream, they had no choice. They needed to apply more. Lola sizzling away with her sun oil, staining her skin a sun-kissed look. Ben and Callum were busy trying to drown each other playfully in the sea, whilst Lexi and Phil made sandcastles. Imagine Phil just sat making sandcastles. (laughs) I love it. It's like a Mitchell like family outing, isn't it? Does anyone want a drink? This heat is getting a little much, Emma said, feeling the temperature rise with each dry wind. I'll come with you, sis. 
I could do with some shade, her brother replied. Count me in, I'm ginger, so I'm practically allergic to the sun. Jay joked, and though Lola and Emma didn't laugh, Connor did. <laughs> Ever the devoted fan. <laughs> what can I say? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe was at the bar, her long brown hair still the same as it always has been, and she appeared to be wearing the same early 2000s era vest top and blue jeans she had worn all those decades ago. Ooh, who's going to be Zoe? Oh, who's going to be Zoe? I don't mind. Do you want me to be us so that it gives your voice a break? Yeah, because I'm Jay and me in this section. Yeah, yeah that's, a, <laughs> that's a good idea. And narrator. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> what can I get you? Zoe. Not like Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> what can I get you? <laughs> Zoe offered, her lips and eyes seemingly offering Jay much more as he approached the bar. Oh, she's thirsty for Jay, eh? You can get a reality check. The bloke's taken. Connor taunted as he emerged from the crowds beside Jay. You've not changed, still chasing after all the boys. Zoe joked. Neither have you. Always trying to steal the things I want. Connor replied. It was the same when we were kids. She was always trying to steal my Power Ranger Megazord. Come here. Zoe laughed as she lunged forward, pulling Connor into a hug. The pair laughed and told each other how much they'd missed one another. Where's Emma? Here, Emma said, looking... More than a little flushed. Oh, Em, forget to pack your Factor 50 again. Zoe sniggered, trying to hold back her laughter. It's a long story you don't want to know. Emma said, her tomato-coloured skin radiating heat as she sat down on a stool by the bar. I work behind a bar. Listening to people's stories is sort of part of the gig. Zoe replied, eager to hear all about the gossip. Whilst Emma and Zoe caught up, Connor and Jay went to keep Lisa company as she looked lonely nursing a glass of wine on her own in the corner. Oh, poor Lisa. Aww. So, Lisa, you and Phil, we have to know. What is he really like? Connor quizzed. Complicated. That's the best way to put it. He can be really loving sometimes, but then other times, he can be your worst enemy. But he has changed. The old Phil would have murdered Sharon if I had told him she was lying about carrying his baby. Lisa giggled. (laughs) 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 Well, what? Are you telling me she's pregnant by someone else? Connor gasped. Yeah, the father of my grandchild. Lisa replied. (laughs) Wow, and I thought my family tree was complicated. (laughs) Connor laughed. (laughs) I just keep coming up with giggled. (laughs) Laughed, gasped. (laughs) Oh, here I am. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Can I get you a drink? Jay offered. Lisa declined, choosing to nurse the last of the wine in her glass. I'll have sex on the beach. And for my drink, I'd like a vodka and coke. The dark-haired lad teased from behind his big black lenses. One vodka and coke coming right up, Jay smirked, ignoring the boy's first comment. When he returned with their drinks, Connor thanked him by blowing a playful kiss his way. (laughs) (laughs) You two make a lovely couple, the curly-haired woman declared. Oh, no (laughs) way. Connor stumbled over his words. We aren't together, Jay affirmed. Really? Lisa said, her face surprised. From afar, Emma watched her brother laughing with his new crush beneath an umbrella and it warmed her heart to see him so happy after all these months of running and hiding from their secret. Zoe had left her to go and sort a barrel or something out the back. You know, the classics. 
Classic. They're always sort in a barrel. But Emma suddenly felt strange. Her head was spinning and felt a little woozy. Maybe it was the sun or the cheap Spanish booze that Zoe had served her. However, to her shock, she turned and there at the bar was her personal trainer. My God, what's the chance of that? How did he get there? He disappeared and then suddenly he sprung up again, <laughs> this time in front of her. <laughs> he asked her what she wanted to drink. Emma was confused. What was Peter Beale doing here? She heard laughter and caught a glimpse of her cousin Haley riding a horse along the beach. And Nan was dressed like a sumo wrestler taking on Pat Butcher. <laughs> well, I think we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> she spun round hearing someone say, You remind me of them girls that see them down at the Roxy. Yet when she looked around, there was no one there. <laughs> Are you all right? Her brother's voice cut through the noise and confusion as his face appeared in front of hers. Did you just see Peter? She asked, pointing to a bearded, dark-haired man pouring drinks who looked nothing like her personal trainer. Are you going all Aunt Jean on me? Connor laughed. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's right there. Behind that woman. Used to run the Vic. Peggy, isn't it? Emma proclaimed. She's been dead for years now is is she okay jay chimed in i think you've had too much sun or maybe too much to drink i'll kill she's always get, she always gets the knockoff stuff gets it from nan connor said as he put his sister's arm around his neck and helped her to her feet i'm gonna have to take my sister back to the villa i'll come with jay offered as he took emma's other arm and put it around his neck helping to ease the burden on connor's shoulders you sure you don't have to connor said it's fine, us ghosts have to stick together. Besides, I was fancying some cereal anyways, he said with a cheeky smile. They managed to get back to the villa, despite Emma's insistence that there was a UFO following them and that Karen Taylor was trying to steal her hair. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is very believable. <laughs> I've got my hair like her today when we're recording. <laughs> got it up in the bun. She's done it. She's stolen she Emma's hair. stole my hair. <laughs> oh, I've stole hers. Hot <laughs> <Not> twist. <laughs> <laughs> my bun's a bit all over the place, actually. Look at it. It's like... So is Karen Taylor's. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in quarantine. I don't care what I look the, like right look now. Look at my hair, Emma. Look at my hair on Skype. I look like a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> We've really dressed up for the occasion. <laughs> Charmers. <laughs> Once inside, Connor put his sister to bed, giving her a glass of water before returning to the living room. Jay was sat there having prepared a bowl of Rice Krispies for himself and a bowl of Cocoa Pops for Connor. It's very thoughtful, isn't it? You know, I really fancy a bowl of Cocoa Pops and obviously I can't go out and get any. <laughs> I know, it's devastating because so do I. <laughs> Where have you been all my life? Connor said with a grateful smile. I was like half like wanting to go, where have you been all my life? Same. <laughs> as soon as I read it, I was like, don't sing. Don't sing. <laughs> you are not Rihanna. <laughs> Would you like me to be the Rihanna? <laughs> it's just cereal, Jay smirked. Just cereal? I class this is our first date. The boy replied, 
causing Jay to roll his eyes. I'm just kidding. Just wishful thinking. The day rolled into night as the pair finished their cereal and chatted about their lives, which almost became a game of whose life was craziest. Eventually, Connor got up to put the bowls in the dishwasher, leaving Jay alone. Suddenly, the pocket on his red swimming shorts began to light up and buzz. He must have picked up Lola's phone by mistake. It's always happening, isn't it? It's always happening. Classic EastEnders. You know what this one feels like? This chapter feels like when they go off and do something. So like EastEnders, like on holiday. Yes, like like, EastEnders in Spain. Yeah, like the spin-offs. It feels like one of those. About to throw them in. (laughs) As the phone rang, he saw the number came up as PT. Jay knew who it was. His eyes swelling with pain, his chest breaking. He lifted the phone to his ear, answering it. He didn't speak. Oh? Oh, oh do you want to be the Peter? As, Are we? Yeah, as we know what's happening in later chapters. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Peter. <laughs> I don't know how to do his voice at all. I was thinking for Peter, he has quite a deep voice. Hello, Lola. But that's all I can really think to do, because we're not very... Good at impressions. So. I'm just gonna go with this. Just go with a huh? Mick style, but not Mick, if that right. makes any sense. Right. Hello, Lola. Listen, <laughs> we need to talk. Hello, Lola. <laughs> Hello, Lola. <laughs> I'm on a quest to find you. <laughs> I, Sir Peter Beale <laughs> of Walford, have, have braved the wilds to find you. <laughs> I swear by the Holy Grail and all the power vested in me that I shall be your knight in shining armour. I shall be your cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Who needs a knight in shining armour when you can have a a cat in a dressing gown? (laughs) Hello, Lola. Listen. We need to talk. I miss you. I know with you're with Jay now, but I can't help how I feel. The voice on the other end said, before being cut off by a heartbroken, teary-eyed Jay. Just as the call ended, Lola came staggering in half drunk, being carried along by Ben and Callum, as the trio laughed and joked. So you and Peter, nothing happened, Jay shouted. Not this again. Lola snapped back. Ben and Callum made a quick exit. Don't blame them. Yeah. (laughs) Making sure to put Lexi to bed. Phil also escaped to his guest room. I love how he's put in the guest room and we're in this massive room upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) He's like being Harry Potter under the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) And we're hiding his letters. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) But Connor didn't retreat. Instead, he lingered in the kitchen, quietly observing the drama unfold. I've told you, I've not spoken to him since he came back. The blonde-haired girl raged. Then why has he phoned you to say he misses you? Jay questioned. You know I love you, Lola, I really do, but this, this is the last straw. Harsh words flew back and forth as Jay and Lola screamed and shouted at each other, their voices echoing throughout the villa. I love you, Jay! Lola yelled, her voice shrilling so loud that it shook Emma from her heatstroke sleep for a second, just long enough for her to call out. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the fireworks. 
still muttered in her delirium. Good night. <laughs> With that loud, delirious outburst, there was a short pause and near silence, which was quickly invaded by Phil's booming voice. Are you two going to shut up or do I have to make you? That was all right. That was really good. That was good. <laughs> Permanently silencing the bickering pair, both looked broken as they turned away from each other. Lola went to bed alone, whilst Jay took a bottle of beer and sat down by the pool. Blue light from the water washed over the tearful young man as Connor approached slowly, sitting down beside him. I'm such a vulture, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Here I'm I am. I'm so happy. <laughs> I've been watching you. <laughs> Creeping over like Leo. <laughs> creepy oh, Connor. Attic now. <laughs> creepy Connor. Creepy, creepy. Creepy, Connor, I just want to be left alone, Jay insisted. No, you don't. Not really. The boy replied as their feet gently whisked the water of the bright blue tiled pool. Why would she do this to me? Am I not good enough? He asked. Of course you're good enough. Don't ever think you aren't. What woman doesn't want a man in a suit who likes musicals? Connor smiled. And for a second or two, their eyes looked into each other's. I'm sorry, Jay said, rushing away from the pool. Jay, wait! Jay! (laughs) (laughs) He's a damsel in distress. (laughs) But he had already closed the door to the villa behind him, fleeing into the night. Defeated and yet still hopeful that there could be a chance for him and Jay, he returned to his room. Dreams took him and sleep swept over the villa, bringing their first drama-filled day to a close. When dawn broke, the sun's light beamed through the balcony door, but it wasn't the light that woke him. It was the sound of clinking metal and the smell of sizzling meat. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're just baking in the corner. (laughs) Wake up, Connor. <laughs> Getting up, he quickly showered, got dressed, and began to cautiously emerge from his room. The half asleep young man approached the kitchen, wondering if they had been burgled by some hungry burglars helping themselves to bacon. That would be weird. That would be weird. <laughs> but but also, do you know what it is? It's so standards. <laughs> exactly. When he turned the corner, he found not a burglar, but something just as unexpected. Lisa? Connor puzzled. Oh, hi. I come over here sometimes to make bacon sandwiches. <laughs> Lisa said. Not weird at all. Not <laughs> 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 your landlord just turning up bacon in your house. I don't like the smell in my own house, so I come here to do it instead. <laughs> make me a sandwich and we can totally ignore the fact that it's very disturbing that a landlord just walks into the house they are renting out to make breakfast. Connor yawned a laugh. Lisa made him a sandwich and over breakfast and glasses of orange juice they discussed their equally complicated love lives Lisa, what do you think I should do? I mean, I really like Jay I feel like there's something there but I don't know Connor asked Oh God, it's me, isn't it? Still you (laughs) She's got a massive monologue here as well Enjoy Tell him the truth I mean, the worst thing that will happen is he says he doesn't like you back, at which point you move on. Believe me, I understand how you feel. I used to wish Phil would look at me and love me the way I did him. 
But when he didn't, I eventually realised it just wasn't meant to be. Lisa said as she gestured to the sliding glass doors that led out to the pool. Eagerly, Connor approached the pool, but just as he was close, Lola appeared in front of Jay. (gasps) They talked softly to each other, their expressions no longer full of anger or betrayal. Connor could see the apologetic look in Jay's eyes and knew what that meant for his hopes. With a gentle kiss, Jay placed the final nail in the coffin and buried all the childish daydreams of the dark-haired boy. Pain coursed through his chest as if something had shattered inside of his core and with tears filling his eyes, Connor rushed towards the front door. Connor? (laughs) Connor? Emma yawned out as she descended the stairs. Her brother didn't speak, he just charged out, slamming the door behind him, with his simpering and sniffling still audible as he fled down the road. What the hell just happened? Emma demanded to know. Who's slamming doors? Ben asked. Jay and Lola opened the sliding door and approached the group, wondering what everyone else was doing. What did you do to my brother? Emma yelled as she shoved her finger sharply into Jay's chest. Don't ever touch him again! Lola wheezed. You can pipe down, or do you want me to tell him who you were sending kisses to on the flight? Emma roared. You promised me you hadn't! Jay yelled. I swear, I haven't, Jay! Screeched Lola. Then show me your texts, the boy commanded. What? No! Lola refused. Jay, leave it out, Callum said, trying to calm the situation. Come on, Lola, show me your texts, Jay demanded once more. As Emma quickly rushed upstairs to get ready, she needed to find her brother. Jay, please! Lola begged, her tearful eyes swimming with guilt. I knew it, Jay yelled as he charged towards the front door. Jay, where are you going? Lola cried out. To find Connor, Jay responded. Not alone, you're not. Emma declared as she ran to his side. Jay! Lola cried out. Anyone want breakfast? Lisa offered, clearly not caring about any arguments. (laughs) She's used to this sort of thing. (laughs) Into the hot Spanish morning they ran. Emma and Jay were on the heels of her brother, despite the sun burning her again. (laughs) Poor woman's burned to death. (laughs) She braved on fighting through the inevitable heat stroke that was coming her way. Honestly, Emma is such a trooper. <laughs> Emma just keeps going. She's just like the Terminator. <laughs> Emma and Jay made it to the cliffs, overlooking the seafront, and saw Connor by in a boat. That was very quick. <laughs> so cash as well. So cash. Give me that boat. <laughs> I'll just have that. I'll have that, please. <laughs> Jay ran down to stop him from doing something impulsive. Yep, definitely impulsive. Or stupid. (laughs) Also, yeah, stupid. (laughs) Whilst Emma called out for him from atop the rocky cliff, it was then she saw someone, someone who looked oddly familiar and totally out of place. Hunched over one of the speedboats was a woman approaching her elderly years. Hair blonde and bobbed, her body short and stocky. Who could it be? Couldn't be her, though, Emma thought. (laughs) Wrinkling up, the woman's face grinned as she pulled something from the boat's motor. Emma rubbed her eyes, blinking a few times, and when she looked again, the woman was gone, 
and the boat looked fine. Who could it have been? What did it was? Who was it? Who? Who would be wicked enough to try and get, make someone like crash a boat? Jake couldn't get down to the beach in time, and though he called out for Connor to wait, the heartbroken lad just wanted to get away and climbed onto the boat. Speeding away, the boy failed to notice the trail of something leaking behind him, and as soon as he saw the oil slick in the water, he knew it could only mean trouble. Without concern for his own safety, Jay leaped onto, the, onto a jet ski and began speeding across the waves, trying to catch the boy up. Oh my god, it's like action-packed now, isn't it? <laughs> All Emma could do was watch from the clifftops as her brother vanished into the horizon and Jay chased after him on a jet ski. Maybe she should have mentioned that she could have sworn she had seen the cleaner of Johnny Allen's. And babe, that was her name. But it couldn't possibly be. What would she be doing in Ibiza and more importantly, what would she have wanted with Connor's boat? Maybe it was the heat stroke. After all, she could have sworn she had seen P.T., Peter and Peggy but now she knows they weren't real. Maybe Babe wasn't either. Far out at sea, Connor's boat came to a sudden halt, jerking forward and almost sending him flying overboard. He reached for the motor, pulling its cord and revving it up, to no avail. Jay's voice echoed in the wind, begging him to stop. Without hearing the copper-haired man's words, the young lad pulled the cord again. A loud boom thundered out, smoke streamed up in the air, as Connor went flying into the surf, his pale blackened body sinking fast beneath the blue waves, his sights with a fading light twinkling away as he drifted deeper. Then suddenly he was being pulled up out of the water onto something slippery, like a jet ski like vehicle. Then he was on the be- <laughs> just like one. <laughs> just like one. Not one, but just like one. <laughs> then he was on the beach, everything was a blur. Next minute he woke up in a hospital bed, was the last person he thought would be there. Hello, Jay said with a relieved smile. Hi. Connor wheezed, embarrassed by what he had done. Shouldn't you be with Lola? I think that ship sailed. Pardon the pun. (laughs) (laughs) Jay replied in a sombre tone. I was quite perked up by that, it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That news seemed to perk Connor up, as he sat up eager to know more. I thought you and her were back on. Is that what this is about? Because me and Lola, Jay asked. Yes. It might have escaped your notice, but I like you, Jay. Still, I guess it was crazy to just jump on a boat and speed off like that. Boats in my family don't mix well. Ask Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> Always gonna have a bit of red water. <laughs> what were you thinking? Jay questioned. It wasn't like I planned it. I didn't deliberately blow up a boat just to get your attention. The boy sniggered. Well, if you did, it worked. Jay laughed. Who got me out of the water? Connor questioned. But then he realised the answer was sat right in front of him. You? You dived in and rescued me? Why? Why? I was hardly going to let you drown, Jay replied. I was worried, he said, wrapping his fingers into Connor's, only to pull them away when Connor squeezed them gently. (laughs) Like a creep. (laughs) (laughs) This is a very romantic moment, Emma, actually. (laughs) I feel so uncomfortable. I feel like I'm interrupting. (laughs) You are nuts. Has anyone ever told you that? The ginger lad added. I suppose I must be, thinking that 
there was even the slightest chance of you liking me. But you don't, do you? The boy said in a disheartened tone. So sad. I always fall for the wrong... His words were halted in their tracks. <gasps> well, that was very high-pitched. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> As Jay's lips locked against his. I feel very awkward in, oh, in this. I feel like I've just stumbled upon it. I'm like, hi, sorry, guys. I'm here too. Hello? <laughs> You're just in the corner, you <laughs> <laughs> The whole world seemed to stop and fall away until there was nothing but them. However, as much as it felt like they were alone, they were not. Well, no, I'm clearly reading it. <laughs> You're clearly reading. <laughs> I'm clearly the, watching. <laughs> I'm clearly the creep. <laughs> oh, well, maybe, maybe I am. Maybe this is me. Who knows? <laughs> just realised what's going yeah. For staring in through the window on a door was the eyes of someone else. <gasps> That's clearly me. It's the narrator. Why else would I be there? I'm literally having to say what you're doing. And do you think that was that babe? Or just a hallucination? Will I find out soon? <gasps> 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 <gasps>